This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. He'll let one fly. No Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome in, everybody. It is Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman, Dante Marcatelli here with you on a beautiful Friday evening here in Central Florida. Beautiful for many reasons. It's very nice outside, but also the Magic winners of two straight now after an overtime 115-110 win over Stan Van Gundy's New Orleans Pelicans last night. Make it two in a row. Two and one now on this five-game swing out west. Going to be a tough weekend. we got Utah and we got Denver. Uh, but certainly another encouraging sign last night for this young Magic group. Uh, Terrence Ross contributing down the stretch and Wendell Carter Jr. Really the story of the night. 21 points, 12 rebounds uh, for Wendell. Knocked down four big free throws. In the final minute, and the Magic got to feel, feel got to start feeling pretty good about themselves at this point. Seventeen and thirty-one now on the season, but if you look at the standings in the Eastern Conference, three games out of that ten seed uh, as far as the play-in goes. And oh, by the way, the Chicago Bulls are the team in that ten seed right now at nineteen and twenty-seven. Their schedule is very difficult, and if you think about it, uh, if the Bulls lose games, that's good on multiple fronts for the Orlando Magic owners of Chicago's first-round pick, uh, top four protected, of course, uh, coming up here in this summer's draft. And as we welcome in Dante Marcatelli, D, you know, look, it's yes, and, and we'll do it again. The Pelicans didn't have Zion. They didn't have Brandon Ingram. They didn't have Lonzo Ball. Uh, but you and I and anybody involved with this Magic team um, are not going to shed any tears for any team across the league who is banged up at this point. The Magic have had such a difficult season in that regard. Um, and, man, I really like what I've seen these last two nights. Is It feels like a Steve Clifford team with a bunch of Steve Clifford guys, and you get efforts like what you saw last night. Uh, it was a great game. It was a, a great back-and-forth game. T. Ross had a chance to win it in regulation. Got what would be a bad look for just about anybody else. But for Terrence, it was a great look. It almost <laughs> dropped, uh, but he hits a huge jumper uh, in the final minute in overtime, a good team win last night. And boy, this team's got to be feeling good about themselves right now. I think you're exactly right. And, and listen, just to piggyback on the injury part of things, uh, we don't have Nick Vucevic, Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, right. Cole Anthony, Gary Harris. I mean, just go, the list goes on. Jonathan Isaac, Markel Fultz. I think the last team that's going to feel sorry for a team having people out uh, is us. And here's the, here to me is the biggest story in that, right? So doesn't matter who Steve Clifford gets, who, who he puts out, right? Uh, they're going to protect the basketball. They're going to be organized. You have one game, one game for New Orleans without Zion, Brandon Ingram, and they have 17 turnovers for 36 points. Oof. They were a disaster trying to protect the basketball and trying to run plays. And it just, and that's how every team should be. That's what it should look like when you're missing your top players. And we've had those stretches, no question about it. But to me, that all just goes to Steve Clifford. I, just, I, I, don't, I don't, still don't know. I've asked Stan. We've talked about it. Cliff has talked about it. We've asked his players. I still don't know how he simplifies it enough where anybody can walk in and say, okay, let's just do this and we'll go be competitive. It's just, a, it's just an incredible knack that he has to bring everyone together. And you're not doing this on the floor. You're doing this in a ballroom. You're, tape, right. you're putting tape down on the floor of a ballroom. And that's your walkthrough for the last three or four days. That's how you've gotten ready for these th first three games of this West Coast trip, two of which you've won, and one you should have won. You just made costly turnovers and uh, couldn't make a shot in that one. So lot to love, 
Did not love Terrence's shot at the end of regulation. Did not love shot Terrence's shot in overtime. <laughs> he makes the shot in overtime, and you realize, oh yeah, at the end of regulation, he could have made that shot. <laughs> you realize, you realize, he just he's a kind of player that can get that shot off, and he can rise over guys, and he can make it. But I think there's a lot to like. I know we'll kind of break each guy down individually, uh, or at least to some extent. But I think from an overall looking at things, from a, you could not be more impressed and more proud of this group and how hard they fought the last few games. The Magic one, so you win two. Get 50% off your regular menu price order today at papajohns.com with the promo code MAGICWIN. I'm enjoying giving that message out on postgame shows and on Magic Drive yes. Time after yes. the Magic win. So we haven't had enough 50% off regular menu price orders uh, over the course of the season, in my opinion. The turnovers are, and that's like, I mean, you talk about flipping a switch, you know, a week ago or maybe a week and a half ago, that was one of the main bugaboos with this Magic team. It has sure. been all season long kicking the ball around the gym. All of a sudden, all of a the sudden, they're forcing turnovers at a, at a drastic rate. I mean, last night, you know, 36 points off turnovers, that's, that is a game-swinging statistic. Um, and the Magic doing a much better job as of late protecting the basketball. What was it, 10 turnovers last night? When you 11 throw, last night, and I, and I misspoke, 25 turnovers for New Orleans. For 36 points off of turnovers. That is staggering. It gets confusing when you throw the team turnovers in there, though. And the 16 steals. To to your point, we've not seen this. They'd go seven games without 16 steals, and now we're seeing that. Is that effort? Is that just just effort? Is that better defense? I I have no idea. I have no idea how you account for that. Well, I think it goes both ways. I think you have have a defensive group right now, and that's why I say a Steve Clifford – a bunch of Steve Clifford players on a Steve Clifford team. Um, You've got a bunch of buy-in, and you've got a group of guys on the floor, especially when you look at the starting lineup. And, oh, by the way, you know, we go back to the injuries. MCW didn't play last night, non-COVID illness. Ken Birch played five minutes um, (laughs) and left because he's ill as well. And hopefully we'll have them for the weekend. We'll get you an update on that. Um, as soon as we so, get yeah, it. so your five starters, you're, even with Michael Carter Williams and Kim Birch, that starting five is like the, the the fourth option of your original starting five at the start of the year. Uh, absolutely, and you lose those two, so you start the second half with Wendell Carter and Jason Randall. It's just amazing, it and really I think is. it's interesting, you know. And you know what? I'm going to make this my call of the game because I, and you and I were texting about this last night, and it might not look the same moving forward, but the starting five that, that, that Steve's going with right now are the guys who he's familiar with, right? Um, yep. you, you know, it's right. been, last night it was Chase and Randall. It's been MCW at the point guard spot, but then Dwayne Bacon, James Ennis, Chumo Kiki, and Kem Birch. And then you've got all the new guys coming off the bench and the bench scoring the last few nights has been ridiculous. Um, you know, you're talking about 65 last night, 65 points drastically outscoring other teams benches. And that's because you've got a very potent group of guys coming off the bench, which we'll talk about, but I think my call of the game right now. And again, I think this might change. I think, you know, once the new guys get more comfortable, you might see them slipping into the starting lineup. My call of the game right now is, is Cliff going with the guys that he knows to start the game and then going with the guy, some of the new guys to close the game out. The starting lineup is just the first five guys on the floor. And right now, as Cliff is figuring out who fits well in different, different rotations and different groupings, um, he's starting the game out with the guys that he knows, with, with, with the proven sort of commodity. Um, and then you feel it out as the game goes. And I think what you're seeing right now is you're seeing a team, especially with guys like, like Chuma and Ennis and Bacon, who are used to each other and are comfortable. And so you come out and you sort of ease into the game um, and you make sure that, you know, things aren't going sideways right off the rip. And then you start to work those, those substitutions in. So that's my call of the game is sticking, you know, dancing with who brung you. Steve Clifford is bringing out the guys who he trusts at the beginning of games. And I think it's paying dividends. 
Call the Game is brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. That's G-L-I-P. Head to glip.com and learn more. Um, what do you think about that, D, the, the starting line? Yeah. Do you think we'll see changes soon? Or, I mean, if, you're, if this is working, do you stick with what you have? Oh, they're superstitious, Jake. They're not yeah. going to make a single change. It would have to take a loss, and that could happen tomorrow in Utah, or it could not. You know, they, they, we could go very well go there and beat the team with the best record in the NBA. Or they could look at us and say, well, we're coming off a back-to-back. We're going to sit Donovan Mitchell, and we're going to – you know, we, we've had the luxury of not having to play any of these teams at full strength yet. Sure. But we're not at full strength. We're not anywhere near full strength. And, and we're guys that just met a week ago. So I, I think we're, you know, insur- you know so, look at some of these and you say insurmountable odds. But I think because of all of that, uns- uh, you know, uncertainty and unfamiliarity – uh, it, it has kind of forced Steve Clifford to go with the guys that he knows the best. And, you know, okay, you can look at it and say, maybe Wendell Carter gives you a little more pop off the bench. He maybe Mo Bamba's a better shooter than Kem. Uh, there could be other reasons, but I, I but I, but Kem is solid. I, I, Kem is having a heck of a year. I know what Kem's going to give me. I know we're going to be sound defensively in the middle. I know, I know Michael Carter Williams is going to get us organized. I know Chase and Randall is a better shooter. But I know Michael Carter-Williams is going to get us. You lost your organizer last night going into that game. And I don't think you can understate. So, yes, I do agree with your call. I I think that's great because you're you're going, as you call them, the Steve Clifford All-Stars with Birch and MCW. They give you bacon. They give you that effort that you know you can count on. And I think he will continue to ride that. I think James Ennis is one of those guys. Four steals last night. I mean, for all of those reasons, because they're so sound defensively and so fundamental – um, that you start the game that way. Now, that being said, you've started in tremendous holes offensively the last two games, at least 12-0. might have been 14-0 against the Clippers, and it was 7-0 last night. Right. Uh, so you've struggled to kind of come out of the gates offensively, but when you go to that second unit, they're giving you so much offense, you're able to climb right back into it immediately. I, I don't think you can understate what Jason Randall did last night. They, they, we were down 7 nothing. Didn't feel like we could get a good look. Nobody felt comfortable. All shots felt forced. We kind of were in no kind of a rhythm. And then all of a sudden, Jason hits a three. Yep. And then he has eight of the first 10 points. He finishes with, what, 13 for the game. But he has eight of the first 10 points. finishes with 15. 15. 15.66 rebounds, which is great. Um, But he had three threes in two of them, you know, in the first few minutes of the game. And I honestly think, Jake – this thing could have gotten out of hand had he not stepped up and knocked down two big threes. It just had that kind of, my opinion, it had that kind of a feel. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, and that's the flip side, is when you have the group that I'm talking about, and Cliff is obviously sort of leaning into let's get a defensive, um, let's set a defensive sort of feel for each game with this group of guys. Somebody's got to score the ball. And so, and so you know, right, right. it's like Chuma had a really rough shooting night last night. He was three of nine, just didn't have it. He gets you a career high 10 rebounds. Um, and he contributes in, in multiple other ways, as we know he's capable of. But there's not know, did he not pop. did he not have the steal of the game? And he had the, the steal of the game, game. and it, it reminded you exactly of the Clippers game. Um, he makes a huge defensive effort and and gets you a bucket late. Um, and and let's just real fast, boy. You know, I hate to use the word Warriors because I think it. You know, it's. It, it's, it's not that serious. We're talking about basketball. But James Ennis and Dwayne Bacon have been as consistent as anybody you could ask for all season long. I mean, both those guys, you're talking about guys on one-year deals or non-guaranteed deals for next year. And those guys have been everything you could ask for from a couple of quote-unquote role players um, throughout the season. I mean, Steve Clifford, has, he has to count his blessings when he thinks about those two guys because they've been so consistent all year. They've been great. And, and, 
And to me, that's why you reward those guys. Yes. And I think it, it goes back to what you just said and why they're in the starting lineup and why they're closing games at times is because they come in and do the work. You know, James Ennis could pout and say, hey, this is what, year eight or nine for me. Uh, I'm used to playing on contenders. I used to get, I'm used to getting picked up at the trade deadline and fighting for something. Right. When it goes this direction, he could say, this, this is not for me. You know, I'd, I'd like to go try something else. No, instead, Cliff is asking everybody to buy in. You know what he wrote on the board before the game last night? Hmm. Three and a half games from 10th. Let's go. That's what he's got. Let's go. He's got it. He's got it. So he's, they're still playing for something. This play in scenario uh, keeps everybody invested, you know, at least, you know, it, 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 until mathematically knocked out. So, so let's go for it. And he, so, so what do you ask of James Ennis? 38 minutes. 38 minutes. Right? 35 of Chase and Randall. Yep. And, you know, if you're playing well, he's going to reward you. And I think there's a lot to be said about that uh, from head coach Steve Clifford. But, yeah, Dwayne Bacon at times, is, there's been times where, you know, when things are humming and you've got Vooch and you've got Evan and, and you've got Aaron, you know, Dwayne Bacon would force some shots in there and you think, okay, well, that's kind of out of the rhythm of, of our offense. It's not the best timing for that. There's been times, especially in that Clipper game, where you're like, man, we can't get anything. we got to get the ball to Dwayne. we got to get the ball to somebody <laughs> that can get us a shot. And so, so now all of a sudden his skill set is huge. He's one of the only offensive guys on the team that can create his own shot. And you're going to go to him for stretches, and you're going to ride that. So whatever comes of this comes of it. But what I love about it more than anything, and I think you and I are the same on this, is th- this is how you develop a winning culture. Mm. I don't care about the draft pick. I, that, the draft pick doesn't matter. If you win games, you know, you're, you're going to have two picks anyway. You're going to get Chicago's. If they're both two mid-round, first, first round, then you have to make the best selection there. Th- this comes down to a winning culture. And if you're moving forward with Chuma Okiki, Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, Wendell Carter Jr., you want them to fight, and you want them to experience some of this success. And, and if you're Steve Clifford, everybody's going to buy in if you're winning and competing. He comes up with a great game plan. He sees the effort, and then James Ennis buys in. Otto Porter buys in. Gary Harris is going to buy in when he's there, and Terrence Ross buys in. So your veterans buy in with this young group that's fighting their tails off. And the last thing I'll say, since you've come back, Jake, when is the last time you saw two guys dive on the floor multiple times and force an eight-second call? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. been a while. I don't right. know. Since the 80s, maybe? I, maybe. Did Michael Carter-Williams <laughs> do it twice? Yeah, it, probably. It, it we might have done it. He's definitely dove on the floor, but, but to, to get your hands on it enough to force an eight-second count, things like that. that. That hustle is special from this group right now. Where it goes, we have no idea. And eventually, we're going to have to play a team at full strength, and we're going to have to deal with that. <laughs> at least for right now, uh, this, is, this has been a lot of fun. But you talk about the buy-in factor, and I think you started to see that last night with Terrence Ross specifically. Like, yeah. we know Terrence. It could have been very easy for Terrence to have been turned off. He saw all his buddies get traded away. Um, and you start winning games, and everybody's on board. Winning games is fun. And it goes back to what we said um, on Thursday. Like, winning games with a bunch of 29, 30-year-olds who might not be here for a long time, that's one thing. But you're not wasting – these aren't unimportant games because right. you have – a young core in place, you're building, look, if the pick ends up being in the middle of the, uh, of the first round, then that means you will have won a bunch of games in these last 24 games. Um, and that pays dividends when you're talking about building a culture. And when you're talking about the fact that a lot of the guys who are going to be winning these games for you probably will be here for a long time when you're referring to the Chumo Kikis and the Wendell Carter Juniors. We'll talk about Wendell when we come back. I can't believe we made it through the first segment without diving into this guy because he's been, boy, everything the Magic could ask for and more. Uh, through his first three games 
in Magic Blue. Hey, experience Magic together with 2021-22 Orlando Magic season tickets. Be there for the amazing buzzer beaters, nonstop entertainment, and the biggest matchups of the season. Secure your season tickets today by visiting orlandomagic.com slash season tickets. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here. 96.9 The Game. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Mac and cheese are one tasty pair. How could you make them even tastier? With the chicken you love, of course. Chick-fil-A nuggets and a side of mac and cheese provide a crispy, creamy combo bound to please every taste bud. The dunkable, freshly breaded goodness of Chick-fil-A nuggets is the perfect match for the creamy cheesiness of fresh-baked mac and cheese. Just stop by your local Chick-fil-A for a delicious duo. Magic fans, put your basketball sneakers on hold and grab your running shoes. Take part virtually in the inaugural Orlando Magic 5K and Kids Run presented by Advent Health on Saturday, April 10th. Walk or run your own route and stay connected through the Track Shack timing and tracking app. Receive an official race bib, tank top, and medal. Proceeds benefit the Orlando Magic Youth Foundation, so be part of Magic together as we walk or run for a good cause. Sign up today at orlandomagic5k.com. Out here, we'd charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Going back to the school can be difficult, but Florida Technical College showed me the way. Thanks to FTC, I got my diploma in medical billing and coding. My name is Carla Finol, and now I'm working as an NBC office coordinator. See why Florida Technical College has been the choice of people like you since 1982. Learn more about our diploma, associate, and bachelor's degree programs at ftccollege.edu or call 888-981-9707. FTC. Your partner in success. If you've ever been in a vehicle crash, then you know the impact caused by a collision. Now imagine the force of a crash so great, people are killed. My name is Eric. I sat behind the wheel and drove drunk. I caused a crash that killed two young women, Megan and Lisa. Now, I sit alone in my jail cell. Megan and Lisa were taken forever, and their families and friends were left devastated. Don't drink and drive, and remember our roadways are connected to our families. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Simply IOA is home and auto insurance you buy online in three minutes or less. And we're proud to be the official insurance broker of the Orlando Magic. Simply IOA lets you compare policies from the nation's most trusted insurance companies, receive quotes, and buy coverage all in less than three minutes. So you'll have more time to cheer on the Orlando Magic. Visit simplyioa.com magic. Simply IOA is powered by Insurance Office of America. 
Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. RJ, great speed, one into the other. All the way with a left handed layup. RJ Hampton. There's a nice job pushing tempo, taking advantage of a defense moving backwards. He has elite ability. Yes, he does. Ooh, RJ Hampton blistering speed from coast to coast. That's our drive of the game from last night. The 115 110 overtime win over the New Orleans Pelicans for the Magic. Hampton, uh, he is a speedster out on the floor, and you're just seeing sort of the the sparks, the the promise that this guy shows still a long way to go, but there is elite potential uh, on that young man. And our drive of the game is brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. They remind you, texting and driving is against the law, and it could have deadly consequences. Remember, put it down and focus on driving. DRJ Hampton, you know, right now it's sort of like, icing on the cake because he's not finishing games. He played 18 minutes again last night. They have a very clear development plan for this guy. Um, but, man, you can see the potential. Steve Clifford immediately forced to do something he does not want to do uh, and forced RJ into playing the backup point guard spot last night with MCW going down. But, uh, boy, he's been outstanding so far, and, and it's really sort of tantalizing to think about what he could be with a little more seasoning. Well, and you know what I love? He, he went right to Twitter, and you know who thinks R.J. Hampton is fast? R.J. Hampton, right? The Magic <laughs> tweeted out that, that, that highlight that you just played, and he retweeted it and said, top three fastest players in the league. Yes, <laughs> and he, yes. he kind of had a laugh emoji, and it could be an inside joke referencing something. But either way, he knows how fast he is, and you look at that, and you just see that blistering speed and you see that potential. That's something kind of, you know, we talked about a couple of days ago. That's something Mike Miller alluded to. Uh, just, you know, elite NBA athleticism and speed, you know, really at, at this level. And you see that. And, I, and there were so many fans on Twitter that were so upset. Really, we're going to start chasing Randall and not R.J. Hampton. Well, you know what's starting? And again, it goes back to your call of the game. And I, I think this is an, another valid point to back it up. You now are allowing R.J. Hampton, who had 200 NBA minutes, to come off the bench and play against backups. Yeah. Let's don't just throw him in against starting point guards in the NBA and expect him to figure it out. Let's let him gain some confidence, get his playing legs under him, and start to establish a rhythm. And then if he's a starter after that, that's fine. Whoever the best player is will emerge. But right now, it's kind of like the backup quarterback. Let's bring him along slowly. Let's get him some of those reps uh, against backups, build up that confidence, and yeah, you're going to see a ton of flashes. And then he, at some point, he'll close games. At some point, he'll get starts. That'll come when Steve Clifford feels he's ready to do that. We get way too carried away with the starting games and even finishing games at times. I mean, Steve Clifford knows what he's doing. I, I don't think that's necessarily breaking news. Um, he's trying to win games and he's putting players on the floor. Like it's like there's two sides to the ball, D. I, people right it's so crazy with this guy's a better shooter than this guy put him out there well you have to defend as well and rj and that's going to be rj's biggest sort of um development is is figuring out that side of the ball he's willing and he'll he'll move that his feet out there on the perimeter um but you know take bring it slowly bring him along slowly be patient with a kid that young just be excited about what the future holds uh and trust the fact that steve clifford is not going to put him in spots that's going to it's going to um 
diminish his confidence at all. Um, and he's not going to put him in spots where, you know, he's going to be overmatched. He's going to pick and choose. And I think he's done a great job so far. And the future is certainly bright uh, for young Mr. Hampton. Same with Wendell Carter Jr. It's about oh the end of the show right now, D. And I mean, this guy is, boy, I am very, very intrigued thinking about the possibilities. It was 21 and 12 last night, eight of 13 from the field. He sets good screens. He always seems like he's in the right spot defensively. He can protect the rim. He can move his feet out on the perimeter and pick a roll defense. What else? What am I missing? Is he, is he a good cook? I'm not sure, but I've been very impressed <laughs> so far be. with everything I've seen from Wendell Carter Jr. Well, he's a class act. He's a super nice guy. He's highly intelligent. He thought about going to Harvard over Duke, right? But he ends up going to Duke, which is a hard school to get into as it is anyway. Uh, but Brian Hill brought up something on the telecast last night. Uh, that he's a two-footed jumper, yes. kind of like Terrence. They're, they're, he's the, the whole two-footed jumper thing. Um, so he can get off the floor quickly. So he gets offensive rebounds. His second jump is higher than most because he, he, he naturally jumps off of two feet. He's so stable, his footwork, how he's able to not, not only for his offense, and everybody gets so consumed with offense, but you know, look at the position that he got to draw that charge on Stephen Adams. He knew where Stephen Adams was going to go. Yep. Stephen Adams is a bull in a china shop, so a lot, he's going to run over a lot of people. But he knew what direction he was going. He shifted his feet. He took the shot right in the chest and, you know, drew the offensive foul. And then he got the up game. afterwards. And then he got up and he, afterwards. And he, and he wasn't, he's a big, he strong guy. But he you didn't look cry at, like I was. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he, and he doesn't jump flat footed like you and I do. He's, right. he's, a, he's a big, strong young kid. And he get, but he goes up, you know, you see these, you see these rebounds come off the rim and you just see, he, I don't know that he jumps incredibly high, but he's long and he certainly jumps high enough. And you just see these long arms come out of nowhere and grab these rebounds, almost all of them because he gets in position. Yeah. The, um, the anticipation that he brings to the game on both ends of the floor is is very advanced for a player his age. So we're very excited about the future for Wendell Carter Jr. Dante, good stuff. Let's have a good weekend. We'll talk on Monday, okay? You got it. Can't wait. If we can get a split somehow, it'd be incredible. But either way, the trip has already been a success. There's going to be two fun games coming up. 100%. Can't wait. It'll be the Jazz on Saturday, the Nuggets on Sunday, and I will have the pregame for you um, at uh, 8.30 on Saturday night in Salt Lake City. Dante, I'll have the pregame for you on Bally Sports Florida at same time on Saturday night, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Our magic never compromise on the court, and magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Looking for a private setting to enjoy an Orlando Magic game? We've got the space for you. Witness the basketball action from the privacy of your own suite. Offering an unparalleled combination of style and comfort, suites are the perfect way to enjoy the game. Suites are available on a game-by-game basis, so reserve one for an upcoming game today. Visit orlandomagic.com suites to experience magic together in style. 